Hello, welcome to Six Minute States. This is Chloe President and I'm here with Simon Delarue and we're going to run you through what's happened in the first day of the States meeting. Uh, yeah, we began, uh, well actually proceedings began this morning, didn't they, with uh, a couple of tributes to two deputies who have died uh, since the last time the States met, they being uh, Deputy Nick, or former Deputy Nicola Pedvin and former Deputy Barry Paint. And uh, you listened into those uh, tributes, didn't you, Chloe? I did, yeah. Um, they were they were quite emotive, I think, and I think there was a lot of people, um, particularly Peter Roffey was one, he actually worked with Nicholas Lepedvin, who was in there before, in the States before Barry Paint was, um, and uh, the bailiff mentioned that they overlapped a thing, and you had a little bit of a chuckle from Peter Roffey, which was which was quite nice. He said some really lovely things um, about all what they were known for, for throughout the States, and both of them had such a such a wealth of experience in, in all sorts of different things throughout their lives, and it was really nice to hear that summarised, I think. We then moved on to the uh, update statements, which this month were being provided by Policy and Resources and Economic Development. Uh, the main committees of the states give an update every six months or so as to what's been going on. And uh, you listened in on that first uh, statement from uh, Policy and Resources. I did. So that was Deputy Peter Furbrush, obviously the president of PNR that was heading that one. Um, he said outright that Guernsey is going to run short of money if the demand for expenditure continues to outstrip expectations. Uh, he said that there's a lot of difficult decisions that are going to be have to be made. Um, and then Adrian Gabriel, Deputy Adrian Gabriel, stepped in to ask what about middle earners who are also being squeezed as well as people at the lower end of, of the spectrum. Um, and Deputy Furbrush said that there are so few solutions to make out of that. And apart from having the states fully focusing on exactly what they need to focus on, there's not a lot they can do at this point. Um, somewhat contrastingly, uh, Deputy Neil Inder for Economic Development gave a fairly positive picture of the uh, economic outlook in terms of uh, the finance sector, for example, doing pretty well, um, and uh, tourism uh, looking up. He had a, one particular look piece of good news regarding tourism uh, which was the or he described it as good news which was the um, arrangement whereby the states is going to allow the former states building uh, now the visitor information center uh, to be used by a new group uh, to uh, house a, a Victor Hugo center interpretation center there uh, for a, a, a set period of time and if they can demonstrate that it's uh, going to sort of wash its face as it were there's a possibility that that may continue so that will excite a lot of people uh, who are fans of Victor Hugo and indeed a lot of people involved in the tourist industry, I would think. Uh, one thing that did emerge over the course of the two update statements was um, a little bit of consternation regarding the recent appointment uh, in June, I think it was, of Stuart Fuller to the uh, Guernsey Development Agency. Um, it's a question that would, um, I think I think it's fair to say that Deputy and Andy Taylor was like a dog with a bone on this one. He was asking initially Deputy Fairbrush as to whether the decision uh, by the panel, consisting of Deputies Fairbrush Brush to Summary and Inda uh, was unanimous in appointing him and um, Deputy Fairbrush uh, gave an answer that was certainly interpreted as being unequivocally yes it was unanimous um, and uh, then subsequently uh, Deputy Inda confirmed that actually he had dissented from that um, and so uh, the bailiff invited Deputy Fairbrush to uh, make a uh, clarification in which he said that uh, the way he recalled it was that Deputy Inda had uh, um, assented in the end but uh, that a, a minute would show it so there's a little bit of, uh, of an embarrassing climb down there or, or will the record show in the end that Deputy Fairbrush is right well we'll wait and see on that one uh, but then we moved on to uh, question time. Yeah so the first question was from Deputy Gavin St-Pierre um, aimed at health and social care so that's uh, Deputy Al Brouard and it was about uh, the the cost of drugs essentially that the states will provide 
for free in a nutshell but admittedly through this there wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of new stuff that came out of it um deputy st pierre was just asking that uh, hsc gives specific consideration to people that are currently um self-funding for their you know treatments or prescriptions or whatever um they're, they're, i think we'll hear more about that but there's there's not a lot to go on at the moment with that issue Something that was uh, took up quite a bit of time this morning was uh, a series of questions by Deputy John Gollop to Environment and Infrastructure Minister, um, sorry, President uh, Deputy Lindsay de Summeray, Um and they've turned into a bit of a hoo-ha, really. He was asking a series of questions about taxi services. Uh, this is he submitted these questions prior to the recent report that came out about the taxi industry and about the bus services and um, it it, um, it came to a uh, it got heated I think it's fair to say when Deputy David Delisle um, accused Deputy uh, well, the committee of being negligent in uh, allowing um, the bus uh, cancellations to go on month after month and uh, Deputy Tsumray, um was, was quite uh, vigorous in her defence of the committee's position saying that um, other jurisdictions would be envious of what Guernsey have in terms of their bus services and um, that in fact uh, it was quite reasonable to be grateful for what we have here in, 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 the, in those terms. Um, so that was uh, that was quite a lively uh, question period. Then we came on to what we thought was going to be a really exciting moment in the history of covering these states when simultaneous electronic voting was finally going to be used, albeit simply to uh, acknowledge deputies um, assenting to a report that was being put in front of them, in this case the Guernsey Financial Services Commission report. Um, but then uh, it all went rather wrong. Uh, they attempted to use the, um, the in electronic voting. The system went down. Um, a a a result was published later, but it didn't seem to be accurate. There was eight of them listed as absent, and we were not really sure if they actually were or they just couldn't vote properly. So um, then they moved on to the Guernsey Electricity uh, Report, um, which was the subject of some lively debate. We might get time to mention, but just to finish off on this voting, they tried to use it for that one as well, um, and it really it really just fell over. In fact, they ended up with a result of 33 to 1 with two absent and four deciding not to vote. But then um, Deputy Lester Carapel, as is his wont, um, called for a recorded vote to the jeers of some um, that showed that um, it was an accurate vote in terms of the result. But I did notice that Deputy Meerveld had not to voted in the original electronic vote and then called poor in the subsequent vote. So if he changed uh, officially, um, I'm not saying that he changed his mind, but if if his uh, result changed and yet the overall result didn't, something went wrong somewhere. So they'll be working on that overnight. The bailiff did actually say, please, if we're, when we move on to the final thing, don't get it finished tonight because we don't want to have another vote. Um, so that's that's kind of where we left it. Um, but did you want to uh, give a few comments there, uh, Chloe, on the electricity thing? Because you did follow that. Yeah, there was a couple of things that came up which I think are worth mentioning so firstly there was a quite a few deputies who got in on the discussion about the amount that the executive directors for Guernsey Electricity are currently being paid so in 2021 that was 1.08 million just between I think three of them and Delisle questioned how that can be considering that our electricity tariff charges have just gone up by nine percent um and neil inder also said that it, it cannot carry on in stsb definitely need to address that at some point and secondly i think also important is solar power was quite heavily spoken about by deputy mark hellier who said that we desperately need solar power on a much wider scale than what we've got now if we're going to avoid these massive price hikes and then we, uh, just towards the end of this, uh, the day's proceedings, just in the last 25 minutes, in fact, we moved on to the justice framework on domestic abuse and um, 
um, domestic abuse and sexual violence and we'll be returning to that topic uh, again in the chamber tomorrow morning on day two of the states but that's all for day one for now from uh, myself and chloe have a good evening